This is Invincible Career. I'm Larry Cornett. How memorable are you? <laughs> it's a good question. Um, it's a quote from Jeffrey Pfeffer that says, being memorable equals getting picked. It's interesting, but when we meet people for the first time, they decide how they feel about us in one-tenth of a second. And I know that sounds crazy, but research has found that people can glance at a person's photo for less than a second and make judgments about attractiveness, likability, competence, trustworthiness, and even aggressiveness. And then when they walk away from our conversation, they will most likely forget our names in a few seconds. I'm just as guilty. I think, I think many of us struggle with remembering names. They won't remember most of us within a few days, completely forgotten. Sadly, most people do tend to forget about 90% of what you share with them after 48 hours. Now, the foundation for becoming more memorable starts with attention. People don't remember something or someone if their attention isn't captured in the first place. Fair or not, we do pay more attention to people when we're drawn to them. And who receives more attention? Likeable people. Now, maybe you're listening to this and you're thinking, I don't care. <laughs> I, don't, I don't care if people think I'm likable. And that's okay. That's a choice. But it does help in some situations, whether you like it or not. Setting up the conditions for memorability, which I think most of us want, maybe all of us, triggers a cascading chain of events. So likable people do attract more attention. Novelty, surprises, contrast, contradictions, they also capture attention. People who are successful in capturing attention now have a fighting chance of being remembered later. And finally, memorable people do receive more opportunities. And that's why it all matters. Another quote from Jeffrey Pfeffer, no one who is unmemorable is going to be chosen for an important job because one cannot select what one cannot remember. Now, there are times when making a great impression in the moment is more important than being memorable. If a decision is going to be made on the spot, so let's say you're in a final job interview, memorability doesn't have to be at the top of your list. You don't have to be striving to be memorable because you're in a situation where the decision is going to be made. You need to close the deal, like right now. However, most of our lives are not some frantic race from finish line to finish line. You know, if anything, we seem to be engaging in multiple overlapping marathons that never really end. They simply dovetail into the next level of pursuits. So the long game does matter. The people you meet at a conference today may want to reach out to you about an opportunity a year from now. But that's only going to happen if you made a memorable impression. Your boss may want to consider you for promotion later this year but only if you immediately come to mind. Someone on Twitter may think of you for some cool panel discussion in a few months, but only if you've been crafting memorable tweets that keep grabbing their attention. These excellent opportunities, both personal and professional, 
most frequently come from consistent hard work, long preparation, and people remembering who you are. If they don't even know that you exist, you will not come to mind later when it's time for them to decide who they're going to hire, who's going to get promoted, who they want to collaborate with. So what makes you memorable? How does someone become more memorable? It isn't easy to precisely pin down what makes someone memorable. And I think in part this is because we each have our own interest, patterns of attraction, like what attracts one person versus another, and things that we value in others. Now, perhaps it's a little easier to flip it and say, let's think about what makes things unmemorable. So consider your daily life, the activities of your daily life, the meals you have, people you meet. When things follow the same predictable pattern, everything blends into an endless stream of homogeneity. If you have a cheese sandwich on wheat bread every day for lunch, you won't remember a single lunch as being memorable. Why would you? If the people you meet behave very much like all of the other people you meet, no individual is going to stand out. Memorability is about contrast and contradictions. Things that surprise us are memorable. People who stand out from others are memorable. And people who exhibit these intriguing contrasts and contradictions within their personality and their behavior will catch your attention and be memorable. I was thinking back on the 50 plus years of my life and you know, there just aren't that many people that come to mind. Very few people stand out as being memorable. And I was thinking about it and I think they're memorable because they had these surprising contrasts, these unique behaviors, these contradictions. For example, I remembered a custodian that I often talked with on campus. He had a PhD, but he had grown tired of the stress of academic life, the whole teaching and being a professor, and he, he quit. He stayed on campus, but he stayed on campus as a custodian. He enjoyed being left alone. He wanted to work alone, and it was in the art building where he could enjoy the art gallery and he could see all the, the works in progress. I remember a very smart and talented professor who I found out had paid his way through school by being a bouncer in a cage fighter. <laughs> yeah, it's kind of crazy, right? I remember a quiet, introverted, and seemingly serious designer. And I knew this person by day and discovered she was a stand-up comedian by night. There's a quote from Sally Hogshead that's different is better than better. Because it's almost impossible to be the best. When you think about the best in your profession, there's only one best. So you're all fighting for that one position of best. It's a lot easier and more achievable to be unique. There's only one you. There's only one you in the entire world. And we all have these quirky interests and contradictions in our personality. Some of that comes from our life experiences, our genetics, everything. But it's made you, you. However, 
society tends to encourage us to suppress that, to hide it. We want to fit in with our friends when we're younger. We want to fit in in school. Everybody's afraid to stand out. Everybody's afraid to be excluded. And the sad thing is it continues at work. We want to fit in at work. You don't want to be too weird. You don't want to make waves. In fact, employers will literally interview for culture fit and they discourage employees from rocking the boat. Not every employer, but many, many employers. However, as you've probably seen, the people who tend to excel in their careers and their professions and their lives, they're willing to risk breaking free from conformity. They're not afraid to think differently, spawn innovation that others can't even dream of. If you want to be memorable, be different. Flip it. Be kind when others are being cruel. Be strong when others are weak. Step up. Question authority when everyone else is being quiet and afraid. Dare to challenge the status quo. Be true to who you are. Be true to yourself. And seek ways to make the world a better place. Blend your unique personality, your interests, your hobbies, your background, which is totally unique, with your professional brand. I mean, it is so boring to go on LinkedIn and Twitter and you read the bios and everybody describes themselves in the same way. It's all starts to look the same. Nobody stands out. So share that. Share your interesting contrast as part of your intro, as part of your bio. That's why my LinkedIn headline is like, yeah, I'm a leadership coach and business advisor in Northern California, but I'm a tech geek. I'm a nature lover. I'm a power lifter. I'm a trail runner. Now, do powerlifting, trail running, and nature have anything to do with being a leadership coach? I mean, not directly. <laughs> it's kind of, kind of looks a little strange, doesn't it? But my headline is unique to me. And it makes me stand out from the thousands of other leadership coaches that are on LinkedIn. At least I hope it does. So you do want to be memorable in a good way. That should go without saying, but I'm going to say it. Strive to be memorable for the right reasons. You don't necessarily have to be likable to be memorable. I'll talk more about that in the next section here. But people who are memorable in a good way are often likable as well. There is research, and I've linked this. If you go to newsletter.invinciblecareer.com, you can find uh, this latest edition, and there's links to all of this. But there's research that has looked at what makes people likable, what makes someone memorable, successful. And it's true that likable people tend to be more successful. For example, likable people are more likely to get hired more likely to get promoted, more likely to keep their jobs when there's a layoff at a company. And likable leaders also tend to be viewed as effective leaders. There's a quote from an article, Why Likable Leaders Seem More Effective. It's in Harvard Business Review. And it says the results are very clear. There's no harm in being liked by your subordinates. And our research certainly suggests that it is part of being viewed as an effective leader. This means that well-liked leaders can expect subordinates to consider them as authentic, transformational, ethical, and not abusive. Likewise, teams who like their leaders will be happier at work, go above and beyond what is required of them, experience greater well-being, and perform at a higher level. Some of the following suggestions for positive 
memorability might not fit your personality. I mean, we're not going to follow every single suggestion. You have to make it yours. But I'm hoping some of this will come in handy the next time you meet someone, whether that's in person or on Zoom or what have you. And so a few of these are be truly friendly, smile and laugh. People like people who smile and laugh. Use good eye contact and positive body language. Show a genuine interest in others. I mean, ask them questions. Ask relevant questions and pay attention to them. Share the spotlight. Be kind and helpful. Be generous. Be funny and witty. Tell interesting and unique stories from your life. That's what makes you unique. Be authentic. Be open-minded. That's an important one that kept coming up is being open-minded, not judgmental. Be reasonably vulnerable. That's important too. No one likes someone who's absolutely perfect. (laughs) Uh, Be well-read. Like do your research. Read up on the person you're going to be meeting, the company, the event, whatever it might be, and be able to have an interesting conversation. So you don't want to be memorable in a bad way. And it's interesting, as I was researching and writing this newsletter, I thought about how memorability is a polarizing quality. Some people are clearly memorable for all the right reasons. And you can think of some of those folks. I'm sure they pop in your head. Others are memorable for all the wrong ones. You know, for example, I had a call today with someone and he mentioned he has a short list of people he will never, ever work with again. So those people are certainly memorable for him. But I don't think any of us want to be remembered because we're toxic coworkers or terrible leaders. Now, this advice may sound obvious. <laughs> you, would, you would think it is. But I think some folks kind of miss this chapter on the book of how to be memorable. It seems like they, just, they love being argumentative. I mean, all the time, bombastic. And they seem to enjoy having a reputation of just being difficult to work with. They're known for it. And why? I don't know. I'm not sure. Perhaps they feel like, hey, I'm being really true to my authentic self. This is who I am. I'm a jerk. Everybody knows it. But it's a long and lonely professional road to walk. I know some people like this. No one goes out of their way to recommend them for jobs or new opportunities. No one advocates for them when they call and ask for a reference check. And I know I've been in the industry a long time. People call me, I call them, we do reference checks and I can think of a few people like this. I think of some folks that come up and they're like, Oh, (laughs) that person is, uh, challenging, very difficult to work with. You know, are you up for that challenge? And I see some mistakes being made, even with people are trying to be memorable. Maybe they think for the good reasons, but they're making some mistakes and they seem a little confused about what it takes to be noticed and be remembered. And they think that being aggressive, loud, self-promotional, that's, that's how you get attention. That's how you become memorable. And I had a recent uh, experience with this. You know, I've been dropping into clubhouse rooms over the past few weeks. And clubhouse, it's only on iOS right now. And so it's an app with these audio chat rooms. It's pure audio. And some of you have probably used it. There have been some real cringeworthy (laughs) behavior. I have been listening to lots of bragging in some of these rooms. You know, somebody said, of course, I'm always invited into the biggest investment meetings. (laughs) 
you know, self-proclamation. So deciding, Hey, I'm funny. I am a funny person rather than other people saying, yeah, they're funny. It's like, it doesn't work that way. <laughs> Lots of interruptions, tons of people interrupting other people. And then, you know, saying something rude, like somebody will share their story and then they'll, they'll interrupt and chime in. Oh, that's nothing. Let me tell you my story. It's bigger. It's better. It's more important. And then of course, tons of self-promotion. Like, Hey, if you're going to have a sales meeting, I'm the best person to have in that meeting. Everybody knows that, you know, it's kind of frustrating to watch all this happen. You know, cutting people off, hogging the mic. It's not going to get you noticed, not for any good reasons. Bragging about yourself. It's not going to make you memorable. I mean, we all hope to be memorable, but don't try so hard that you end up making a terrible impression. You know, avoid oversharing. There's too much, too much oversharing. Telling your entire life story. I mean, we really, we don't need to hear your entire life story in the first meeting. And too much domination of conversations. You know, it's like one voice constantly speaking up and and over-talking and making it all about them. Those are mistakes. That's not going to be memorable for the right reasons. Now, the venue, the platform, it does matter. It is, it's hard to get noticed on a service like Clubhouse. So many of those likability signals that I mentioned, they're just not available. I mean, it's pure audio, no video. So smiling doesn't work. (laughs) No one can, no one can see you smiling. And you're just competing with way too many other people to be heard. And to be fair to Clubhouse, many of my tips don't work well in any typical crowded networking event. I hate them. It's never been something I enjoy attending. Everyone clusters around the few famous popular people. They're trying to get noticed. They're shouting to be heard. So as I always say, you got to increase your odds. Stack it in your favor. You can be more memorable. You have a better chance of being memorable in a small group setting, definitely in a one-on-one discussion. So lunchclub.ai, for example, is better for this than Clubhouse, and I link that in the newsletter. And as I've recommended before, you should be the one giving a talk on stage. You should be on the panel, not an audience begging to be heard, (laughs) hoping someone notices you. And that's either in a physical venue or on Zoom or what have you. It's a lot easier for people to remember the few speakers at an event than the hundreds or thousands of people that are in the audience, the attendees. I've always had, you know, a quote, better networking experience when I was a panelist or a speaker versus just another person in the crowd. So if you want to be more memorable and you want to make a lasting positive impression, choose your venues wisely. Play to your strengths when you're deciding how you're going to engage with people. So if you go to newsletter.invinciblecareer.com, you can leave a comment on this post. Love to hear if you have any additional recommendations for becoming more memorable, your thoughts on this, or if you have any questions, I'd be happy to answer them. Until next time, I wish you the best of luck in becoming an opportunity magnet for the best things in life.